Hello listeners and welcome to this month-long series of horror recommendations. This is Will and as always I am joined by Kevin. Hello Kevin. Hello Will. What are we doing? Tell the listeners all about it. Well, for the whole month of October, we're going to be releasing a podcast every single day recommending a different horror film. We're hoping that people will be inspired to watch these films, to check them out, and to maybe play along with us and do this watch-along for the month. We'll have past guests, upcoming special guests, we'll be flying solo, giving our own individual picks, and we'll be getting a mic together to talk about some of our favourites. Yeah. And today, we're kicking it off with one of your picks. What have you selected for us, Will? I picked a creepy classic which was released in 1980. It is John Carpenter's The Fog. John Carpenter's The Fog. This is KB Antonio Bay. Stevie Wayne here. And let me be the first to wish Antonio Bay a happy birthday. We're 100 years old today. And keep a watch out for that fog bank heading in from the east. 100 years ago, between midnight and one, something unknown came out of the fog. Now it has returned. Oh, Jesus. 100 years ago, between midnight and one, something unnatural came out of the fog. Now it has returned. Ago, between midnight and one, something evil came out of the fog. Now it has returned. Who's there? The fog. Antonio Bay has a curse on it. We're all cursed. Some water got in here, but something awful cold did. I think I'll go to Vancouver now. Where's the fog now? Well, it should be right outside my door now. Oh, there's something different about this fog. Dan, stay away from the door! Someone listen to me! Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. There's something in the fog. from the fog. From the creator of Halloween, the ultimate experience in terror and suspense. John Carpenter's The Fog, starring Adrian Barbeau, Jamie Lee Curtis, John Houseman, Janet Lee as Kathy Williams, and Hal Holbrook as Father Malone. The Fog. 
What you can't see won't hurt you. It will kill you. Between midnight and one, it will find you. So, Kevin, do you want to hear about my history with the fog? I do. As probably most of our listeners know, I am not a horror stan, right? I am not a person. Horror is not my comfort genre. So I don't normally go to horror films casually as a kind of something I throw on the background to just, you know, waste away 90 minutes or an hour. For me to watch a horror film, it has to be something that's been recommended to me by many people. But that wasn't the case when I was about 11 or 12 years old, probably 12 when I had spent some of my communion money on buying a small portable television. Your communion at 11 or 12? So whenever it was, yeah. How many years were you kept back? Or 11 or, I can't remember. I was probably 11. I don't know what age I was exactly when I was communion. Do you mean your confirmation money? Oh, my confirmation money. Yeah. Correction. It was confirmation money. Yeah. There we go. It was also the year I was kept back three times to get... (laughs) For for being stupid. (laughs) Tell us about that scary story. (laughs) So I bought this little, with some of my confirmation money, I bought this small little black and white TV. I remember it was amazing. It was £20, right? I ended up spending £20 on it. It had about a three-inch screen, right? But it was about a, a foot long because the owner was an old Wait, was this a handheld telly? It was one you could hold. Like, yeah, you could put it, tuck it under your elbow and carry it away with you. You could put batteries in it. It took, you know... Oh, those- I remember you telling me about this when we had... Pierce on to talk about TV movies, I think. Oh, yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. Um, so, on one of these creepy nights, there I am. I And even to tune it in, you had to turn a dial like you were turning an old radio. Like, it wasn't like press a button and you're on a channel. You had to dial into the actual channel. So I remember dialing in through the fuzz and dialing into where Network 2, whatever it was at the time. And there, in glorious tiny black and white, was this moody little film called The Fog and it mm. scared the bejesus out of me not in a I'm so terrified I won't sleep tonight but in a, in a way that thrilled me you know that excited scare you get where you go oh this was a good spooky ghost story and I love spooky ghost stories that tend to kind of and this one in. begins with a spooky ghost story being yeah. told to us yes. by John Houseman which was a late addition to the film. They did a lot of reshoots on this film, apparently, after the fact. They did. It was John Carpenter's fourth film, and it didn't go as well as he thought it would. They thought the film was a bit of a disappointment when they put it all together. So they did major reshoots on it, and they brought John Houseman in to do that opening ghost story uh, vignette that we see. Mm. But yeah... I saw this film as well as a kid and it scared the fuck out of me. And I remember sleeping in the garden room of my dad's house, uh, which, you know, it, it, the doors opened up into the garden, but there was a big, long sort of like um, lawn mm. and the curtains weren't pulled. And I remember just staring out into the darkness and just being fucking terrified. I taped it off the telly as well to watch it during the daytime to try and like make it easier for me to digest and it still just got its hooks into me. As soon as this, the, the nighttime came, I was just bricking it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And I always have this memory because it's, well, for those of you who don't know what this film is, it's basically a story that's set in Northern California in a coastal town. It's pretty much all set over one night, if I recall. Antonio correctly. Bay. Antonio 
bay. And I it's love this, movies that are set over one night. Yeah. And it's a centenary of this town, which has a sinister, dark history of its uh, around the story of its origin. Which could also be read as general American history. You know, the sins of the past with what happened with Native Americans and with African Americans. Mm. But these were pirates. Exactly. And what this film does is is it, it it frames the kind of the cast of characters of the town like you know you've got the smooth talking radio DJ who's up in the lighthouse you have the priest you have all these other cast of characters around the town and the fog will come for them and shit gets creepy and people are killed as uh, as the night progresses I love that sense of like the something coming down on the normal world on the pleasant world and because I watched it in black and white initially Oh yeah! I will always remember Adrian Barbeau, Stevie, talking about seeing the fog coming in off the coast, and how you know you can see a light in it. But for me, I thought it was green because it was in black and white. But it's it's actually a red light. You know, just red light in the in the midst of the fog. So in my head, it was always green. Beware the fog. Yeah, it's really yeah. really chilling. Now it's definitely not top tier, Carpenter, as you you know if you pull all these films down as a filmography. No, but it's a it's a wonderful one to start off this season. It's got a great cast, like a great ensemble yeah. cast. There are things about it that I think are a bit, you know, hokey. Having that large ensemble with Janet Lee and Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Atkins and Adrian Barbo and all the different townspeople, John Houseman and what have you, mm-hmm. that it felt a little um, choppy. Yeah. I never felt that as a kid. You know, you just go along with these things. You feel like you're in somebody else's dream. Yeah. And so you just submit to it. But when I was watching it, like with my critical eye I thought oh I can see why they probably struggled to pull this one together and wondering why it didn't have the same elegance or the same directness as his other films but I still love it and I think it's a fantastic pick I think it's actually a good introduction film you know to people younger audiences who are looking to get into John Carpenter because it's not too scary absolutely it's not terribly terribly scary but it's Although when the elderly babysitter gets done in, that scared the shit out of me. I thought that was hilarious. She's like telling the kid to go back in. (laughs) (laughs) We've switched roles. (laughs) It was just that you set me up. I I was laughing like a drain (laughs) during that scene. Do you know where he got the inspiration for this film? He co-wrote it with his... I do, Deb- Deborah me. Hill. Oh, well, I'll tell you. So um, he actually got the initial kind of like one of the inspirations was when he was promoting uh, Assault in Precinct 13 and they were touring uh, England and he was up in Stonehenge with his partner, girlfriend, collaborator, Deborah, Deborah, Deborah Hill. And when they were in Stonehenge, this they observed this really eerie fog slowly encroaching upon them. And uh, from that, the... the that imagery stuck in his head. And I think he combined it with the, with another true story of a shipwreck off off the Californian coast at some stage. So those two things kind of merged to form the genesis of the idea for the fog. Mm. It's photographed by Dean Cundy, so it looks gorgeous, and it has one of the best John Carpenter scores. I've written many, many scenes to the music that goes along with the fog. It's a fantastic little ghost story. And yeah, I agree with you. It's a great one to kick us off so I guess for those out there let us know what you think about it if you go back and revisit The Fog or if you haven't seen it please check it out you should give it a go it's a decent little film definitely 
I'll be back tomorrow with my first peek. And stand by. It should be a fun month of movie recommendations. Mm. I've already listened to several of the other ones, and I have been encouraged. <laughs> I'm, you have to cut this. <laughs> I have been, I've been. I'm not encouraged. I've There's actually a few of them I haven't seen, and, I, and I've, I've gone, no, no, oh, no, 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 I, I get actually you, I have to watch this. I really. I wanted to watch them after they've been described. So that's the brilliant. Movie. That's what we want to do with these. Look, listen, it's If you would like to hear all remaining episodes in this 31 Days of Horror series, all episodes will be released on their Patreon feed for free. That means you can hear all the episodes, as they are released, without a subscription. Just join their community as a free member by clicking the link in the show notes. Happy Halloween!